Taking your emails and taking your calls. Ignorant and uninformed. Hey, I've just been like, I feel like I just got it handed to me. So who knows, nice. man? Mm-hmm. Wild. We ready to go? You guys want to jump in? We got to decompress, get anything else off our chest? <laughs> nah, man. Well, I've got the cold that my son and wife and mother-in-law have had. Oh, but geez, it's not the Rona, is it? It's not the Rona. I've tested negative twice now. Well, that's good. Yeah. And everyone else has too. Although we just tested again today because one of our stage managers uh, tested positive for COVID today. So we're replacing them in the show tonight. So that's that's how my day was. Yeah, man. It's like the pandemic's not over or something. Weird. It's kind of uh, weird. Kind of weird how that happened. I yeah, thought I mean, just ignoring it would work. Yeah, no. It turns sure. out it, it does. Sure. Absolutely. Just ignoring it is the best way. Absolutely. <laughs> that's, that's how I try to deal with all of my problems. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's what I said. What problems? Anyway, so that's been uh, fun. But that, but that means we have to postpone Ryan's surgery for uh, another couple for four to six weeks what uh i'm this is news to me yeah i didn't know it was scheduled or anything like that oh yeah so he has uh to to for his eyes he has a crossed eye and and they have to like do some surgery on his eye to correct his vision hey man that's me baby i had that surgery when i was a kid oh there you go yeah, but so, I had it when I was age three. So yeah, yeah. They said we should do it before he's like four, but the earlier we can do it, this you know, the stronger his eye will be, correctively. Cool. Nice. So we're we were going to do it, but because he has this like respiratory thing going on, they're like, oh yeah, we can't put him under anesthesia yeah. if he's coming off of a, you know, respiratory infection. Yeah. Well, good. Good so, for him, man. Yeah, but we'd like we've we've had this scheduled for like. I don't know, six months at this point. So it's like, and it's supposed to be next week. And yeah. it's, it's like, well, shit. So anyway, hey, everybody, welcome back to Ignorant Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. We're here to talk about uh, child rearing issues. And this is your podcast where we talk about uh, our problems. We talk about our problems. Our, our problems really. <laughs> and I am joined as always by our parental hosts, Mr. Max Sarakis and Sarak. Not true. I can barely parent myself. Playing playing Uncle Max all week is is exhausting. I get it, buddy. Dude, it was two days, not even <laughs> two days, exhausted. And of course, Mister Child Free and loving it, Karen Jeff Watson. Oh yeah, I did. I did two weeks of Uncle work, dude. That shit's. I need a vacation after that shit. Yeah, for sure. That's crazy. And I'm Ben Hollywood Whitmore, and this is your podcast where we take your topics and turn them into our show for thirty minutes of uninterrupted podcasting gold. That's right. You provide the topics, we provide the entertainment, hopefully, and Max is going to tell you uh, a little bit about how all that works. He yeah, says, it's, it's waggling his eyebrow. Pretty simple. Uh, uh, we gratefully accept your topics, and then we will send you a t-shirt. And if you send us enough topics, we will send you um, a, a domain of some kind. Um, and that's really, that. that's just how this works. Topics do seem uh questions do seem to make the best topics although like i really i mean are do you guys care if they're questions or statements exclamations at this point, I at this point it could be a fucking word <laughs> okay it could be a t tag 
cool i do believe me i have like up in my room there's this box that has probably like 10 probably close to 30 yogi tea tags in it perfect and uh i have definitely thought as topics have started to dwindle it's like i might just dump that fucking thing in here and call it like it's um but that would definitely take this our podcast on like a spiritual uh hippie woo tangent for at least a little bit because all those things are like peace and meditate you know um so might that be a bad you know Oh, it's I mean, yo, I was meditating be- before we got uh, on this call. You know, that shit's my jam, but I just don't want to hijack it for, from everyone else. So if you would prevent, if you would like to prevent us from hijacking the podcast in that direction, you can email us a topic, ignorantanduninformed at gmail.com. You can be on our website and click the submit a topic button. You can on the Instagrams or the Twitters at uh, Ig and Un, and those are Probably the best ways for you to get your topic into our sacred salad spinner. So true. Jeff is frozen in the best thing. I don't know if he's frozen on yours, but he's like, oh no, it's pretty great. The, between <laughs> the expression and the like, it's very, it's very, it's very like confused monkey. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Like Maybe it. he's throwing his feces. It is Breckenridge, and it is prime streaming hours. So, uh, is it? I don't know. Do you use five prime streaming hours? You think? I think so. Between like five and seven is like when most people do their streaming. Okay. There he is. He's back. Okay. My God. My God, Nitsy. Saying the, the demand on, on the internet over there is, is just harsh. Ah, we're flush over here. We're flush. Ooh. Everyone's there. Everyone's there. It's busy over here. Yeah. It's a good thing the pandemic's not a real thing. It's uh, not, not an issue. Non-starting. The Midwest folks don't give a fuck. Yeah, they don't. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's just Midwest. I think there's lots of people who are pretty fucking over it, man. Um, well, I'm fairly certain this comes from uh, uh, our outdoor saint, uh, just given given handwriting. Mm. Um, but I could be mistaken. Regardless, there is no, it is not uh, uh, actually, there's no name on it. But this will be an interesting conversation. Perhaps it could also be quite quick, given uh, parameters that we will soon discover. Yes. Um, what do you owe your partner? So it's a Ben heavy episode. I, I was going to say a warm bowl of food every morning. I don't know. That's, well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, by the parameters that we're going to be discussed. Yeah. Um, I think. I think exes and and what's important to you in relationships certainly stays. So those those things are very valid topics. Oh yeah, you don't just want to talk for the next twenty seven minutes about oh god, please your don't. regrets, <laughs> things that you owe your wife. My god, what do I owe my what do I owe my partner? What's what like what do you owe your partner? Yeah, three fifty, I don't know. Yeah, three fifty. Like smack in the mouth. I don't know. Like what direction <laughs> do you want to? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, you know, so I guess uh, as the married child, married with children, uh, child in in the group, I guess I'll I'll share first. Why not? Uh, man, I tell you what, I I did not think that being a my son is eighteen months old. For those of you keeping track, um, and uh, he is. You know, I didn't think that parenting would be as tough of a challenge as it 
has turned out to be for for our relationship, for my personal well-being, for her personal well-being. I I really thought that we we hadn't really hit any stumbling blocks in our relationship um, since we got things sort of going. Uh, you know, dating, engagement, vacations, you know, living together, all those things, smooth sailing. It, it was, and I think I, I owe, I took for granted a lot of like how easy and, 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 uh, solid our relationship was for a long time. And that was, uh, you know, for five, six years, like before we got married and, and had kids, seven, seven, eight years, like a while, nigh on a decade. And, uh, you know, this has been the first like real challenge where like I real, where we have differing opinions on a lot of things, like on, on how to raise our kid and, and what constitutes a crisis for her doesn't necessarily for me, but then, you know, like there are things that, that really, you know, I don't want to do that you know, are important to her and that I don't necessarily agree with. So it's a lot of compromise, the most like compromising we've had to do in our relationship because everything happened in stride for the longest time. So it's, it's definitely a new chapter in our life uh, together. Mm-hmm. And um, Ryan is our, our kid is just, he's awesome. And he makes it all, you know, it's, it's weird. It's worth it in a weird way, but I mean, not in a weird way, but it's it's in in a surprisingly like uh, balm type situation. Like it it soothes a lot of the trouble spots just by looking at the kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, good job, evolutionary hormones. And not not what I said. Good job, evolutionary hormones. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, uh, it is it is kind of amazing. Um, yeah, like brains. Yeah, so I owe my partner. I think I, I think a lot of uh, I don't know grace, maybe like um, and, so like and 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 you know and recognition. I guess. I mean, she does a lot, obviously, for our kid, like a lot. So, so real quick, because grace is kind of an ethereal word. Sure. Um, Right. So like appreciation, I can definitely get behind and like, I totally get that. When you say grace, do you mean like forgiveness? Do you mean compassion? Do you mean patience? Do you mean? Uh, I think more empathy. Empathy. Maybe? Okay. Um, for, for not only for like all the years, how easy our relationship was and, and it is still, you know, there's still a lot of that. You know, it's a very, we have. I, I feel like we have a very strong relationship that is just, you know, right now we're going through being first-time parents together, and that's changed the dynamic of of everything. And that's, you know, it's it's made us far less. Uh, I don't know, made us more irritable. Each, both of us are, and more. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, like there, there's just more more bumps in the road. There's more things that like bug bug us about each about the 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 way things are. You know, there's a lot of there's just 
a lot of, I don't know. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's some resentment on both sides. Not yeah. for being parents, but, or for, you know, like well, you did this to me, but it's more like, you know, so, I, I definitely, I'm not the one home with the kid every day because I'm out, this. I'm out working, you know? So I think that there's like a little bit of resentment and there's a little bit of sorrow um, and nostal- not nostalgia. Uh, so I read this book. Go ahead. I mean, no, please keep, keep going. You can talk about your book. Uh, well, yeah, we were reading this book uh, and it's about like sort of, you know, getting to know your partner in parenthood. And I think that might've been the title of the book. Um, And, and, uh, and how it, it just, it very much for us at least has very much changed our relationship becoming parents. Um, And, and, and anyway, in this book uh, was talking about like, there's, there's grief associated with what I was going to say, but go on. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, we're on the right page. Uh, is you know that there you are saying goodbye to your former self to your life before you know before this massive change in your life mm-hmm. and that can that can breed some resentment amongst people amongst you know between partners and you have to like sort of talk about it and 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 go through the seven stages of grief you mm. know i'm not sure the seven stages is actually real uh i've heard well, I've like, I just think grief is more common. So interestingly enough, grief and this, this has come up on two different podcasts that I've listened to um, this week, which obviously is not, you know, what we're doing, but like, I, there's a, there's an astrologer that I like to, she does, she rocks a Sunday podcast that I like to listen to. And she started doing readings um, as part of it and was talking to a parent and was talking about the importance of like grief in parenthood and, you know, like grieving, the the former self and the former relationship and all the life that was and then i listened also this week to um brene brown be interviewed on a podcast and uh a grief counselor who is like famous brit i forget her name but it was on happiness lab um they did like two episodes on grief specifically and she was sort of just debunking the like seven stage rumor that or like belief because like grief is so much more complex than that. And like, there's so, you know, the danger in attempting to model it in that way is that you think it's some sort of linear progression and that like anger leads to hate leads to resentment leads to the dark side. Uh, and like, yes, that it's just far more nuanced and complex than, than that. My two cents. Yeah, no, that's that's very uh, uh, appropriate, and I, I think that resonates with me too. So, and I've always thought that about the seven stages of grief. Like, it, I was like, if you, I feel like you, you fluctuate between them all, you oh, know, yeah. like an order, one hundred percent. I don't think everyone feels all those levels. That's just not how it is. No, and I think that if you don't feel like you can also get stuck in a level for a lot longer. I don't think there's any like prescriptive time frame as far as like oh it's gonna take this long and like one of a uh the concept of assassin grief is one that i also like that is you know like you'll be fine for a couple days or a couple weeks or a couple months or a year even and then all of a sudden like something you'll see will like throw you right back into it for a couple hours or you know like if you lose someone you know hearing a song or whatever the reminder is. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, Ben, if I 
can ask a question. I don't know if it's too personal. You can tell me to fuck off. Would you say that Debbie has probably lost more of her former self than you? And that's some of the resentment? I think that perception exists. I don't. I don't. I'm just curious. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how true it is. Yeah. I, I just feel like mom's more, more so than me. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I would say yeah. sure, her life has, has changed more than mine. I yeah. would say my, I, which again, one of the parts I struggle with is like, I don't think that invalidates the change that my life has gone through. But, no, no. And that's sort of like, when we argue, we argue about sort of stuff like that. It's the root cause of those things. But yeah. yeah. Well, and, and I think there's two, like, there's like something that I'll probably misname, but like the group work fallacy, right. That yeah. like you, like, no, like you can't know the, con- like the full contributions of what mm. someone else does in a group project. And we sure. all have like this self-centered bias where we're like, Oh, I give 80%, but they give 40% or, you know, we just yeah. get it wrong. Right. Um, and so, like, that goes both ways, you know, like, unfortunately, right? So, like, Debbie probably diminishes, like, the impact on your life, right? Because in her eyes, it isn't as significant as the one that, as the one on hers. But, like, that doesn't mean it's not a change, right? Yeah. It is. Uh, yeah. 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 Cra- I'm curious. So, like, when you when you mentioned the irritability, and, like, I've just known when it comes to self-regulating me, right, um, like, how much poorer I am at doing that when I am underslept. And I'm curious, like... Oh, 100%. How, good Lord. Yeah. Like, I'm just a much less good version of myself. I'm a less gooder version of myself um, when I, like don't have enough sleep and i know that like that is such uh a battle with parents oh for sure Um, exhaustion is a big part of it like i don't think debbie has slept through the night in probably two years oh yeah because the end of pregnancy too yeah yeah like i mean like there was one one night and our kid is not a very good sleeper he's not a sound sleeper he's up at least at least once in a night for half an hour or so more often than not two times, three times, three is bad. Three is like a rough night. And, you know, he's, and he's still, you know, he's still feeding. So Debbie's in there with him trying to put him back to sleep. You know, she's not getting rest. So I think she's just like, this is the the sleep deprived version of my wife. (laughs) It's just like perma exhausted. You know what I mean? And so I try to be mindful of that and try to help out when I can. And, you know, but there, there are just things that she can do and that my son responds to more than me. Like it's, I'm, I'm like, I'll go in there. I'll, I'll do my best. And I do, I'd sing, I'll rock him. I'll do everything for 15, 20 minutes and nothing, you know, he just keep mama, mama. And, you know, and then Debbie comes in and she, he's, he quiets down and, you know, and sort of, it's, it's sort of hard to say like, well, you know, I guess, I guess you got to do that. And it's, <laughs> I can't, I'm not just going to not try, you know what I mean? 
but sometimes you know and this is i don't know if i don't think debbie will care i'm talking about this but like <laughs> sometimes it's that's the perception right that is like it's like well we know this doesn't work i'm not gonna go in there i will if you want me to but you literally just got up out of the room and walked in there like without discuss you didn't ask me you didn't tell me so well, i can't believe you don't you're not helping okay <laughs> you were the one who went in there <laughs> like, I, <laughs> yeah. we know from past experience it doesn't work all the time with me like i yeah. can't get him to bed sometimes yeah mm -hmm. I, do you want me to try no i'm already in here okay <laughs> yeah and I don't mean to like Debbie's a wonderful mother. She's a nah, wonderful man, person. I, I, I love her so much. I do. She is. I, I owe her that much at least. Oh, I mean, I don't that, think there's any doubt about that. And I mean, I also don't think, I mean, I have other friends who like, <laughs> this isn't like, I'm not to call you not a wonderfully unique an individual a, person. I am a snowflake. You I'm are a special you, man. A story as old as time, Ben. I mean, yeah. that's just it. Like, it is like I, I can point to a handful of other people who have been in very similar places. Um, but yeah, and it's so crazy too, because like, you know, and it's interesting that grief came up because I think there is a relationship between expectations and grief in like preparations, right? Because like going into this, like I'm sure you heard all sorts of stories about parenthood and we're like, okay, it's really hard and it's hard on the relationship and you're going to be underslept and, and these things are going to happen. And, you know, you prepare as best you can and you get there and you're like, fuck, <laughs> right? Like I thought I was prepared and it didn't matter. And I think the grief is similar in that, like, if you, if you have someone that you know is dying or, you know, if you get this diagnosis, like you can prepare as best you can. And then at the time, like it doesn't matter yeah because it's just different and stronger and like yeah, you can't avoid it yeah by through preparation it's it's hard one of the things i've noticed and i've been thinking about lately is it's hard to feel empowered as a parent because you feel like you're failing all the time because you can't because of all those you know expectations you have that go completely out the window and you're just you just sort of feel like you're trying to get by which is a failure in and of itself right like because you're like oh you had all these great plans and goals and you know i want to do it this way and like you and, and you do the thing that every every like non-parent does like you judge other people who are parents and you're like we won't be like that we're not going to do that mm -hmm. and you inevitably do you're like fine give them the friggin' iPad, just Jesus Christ, get him to shut up. Thing, you know, just shut up. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I will never do that to my kid, but you can do. You do. Yeah. Well, it turns like, out desperation uh, will get you to lots of places. Yeah. There was you... one day I, he was really upset with me, and I, I played Baby Shark. You know that song? Oh, I'm aware. Big mistake. Big fucking mistake. Oh, yeah? He loved it. Of I course. I listened to it like eight times. Oh. Yeah. Before I finally was like, okay, that's enough of that because <laughs> you look like a zombie all of a sudden. He's like, just watching my phone. And yeah. I was like, oh God, I'm doing it. I'm doing the thing. <laughs> but I, but like, like, away. I mean, rip cords exist for reasons. Yeah. It was just, he was in rare form. He was like, where's mama, mama, mama. And I was like, oh God. But, you know, you can't, you can't like, 
like today we had to reschedule his surgery because he's sick and and yeah. Yeah, that no was not something that and my wife is a planner go god is she a planner dude he is a very structured human being dude and uh this little as max said uh, you said this to me you I were did. like it's very interesting to it's going to be very interesting to see two very lawful people dealing with a little ball of chaos <laughs> for the next few years yeah. and that has proven to be very true well i'm sorry i'm sorry we that had, i was so had to embrace our chaotic side a little chaos bit. wins every time you gotta I roll mean, entropy law of entropy man. you can't beat yeah. chaos you just can't yeah 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 now you kind of just gotta go with it yep man ride that wave the uh fair Wow. Yeah, no, I, I feel bad yeah. that this topic came up and out, but I feel like it's good. Uh, it's certainly... good to talk about it, right? Yeah, no, I'm like, I don't think, I, you know. I think so. so I hope I'm, th- I'm not, you know, presenting an indictment of my wife. By I don't see it that way. No, I don't. I don't either. Because I mean, she is an angel and a perfect love of my life, and I'm lucky to have her for sure. even a moment. Sure. Yeah, no, that that's fair. And I, I think that anyone who's been in, like, again, I think anyone who's been in your shoes will not see it is that like clearly there is a lot of love in your tone like you're not like a fucking bitch you know, like there's no <laughs> right like i don't i don't um, know that i could bring myself to be like that sometimes i get mad sometimes mm-hmm. i'm in my car and i'm just like frustrated yeah. Mo- more with the situation never of course with, really with her or him like you know True. i'm not mad at i'm Dude. not I don't regret becoming a parent. I, I find it incredibly frustrating a lot of yeah. the times. But, well, and I, you know. I mean, I think it's okay to sometimes regret becoming a parent. Like, I don't think that's unhealthy, man. I think what's unhealthy is denying the emotions and like not giving them space and not yeah. speaking on them. You know, like again, Brene Brown uh, talked a lot about shame and how like shame yeah. exists in the dark. And like, There's... what that means is that we don't talk about that shit and that's where it fucking grows. Like, like little gross mold mm-hmm. um but that like, will poison you yeah exactly um and so like yeah dude I, I like i'm sure there's like a whole bar full of emotions with like all of the cocktails and all of the different flavors um that get presented it is wild it is a yeah. wild journey i look forward to sending him off to college Nah, you say that. You say that, but you're gonna be a fucking wreck. Oh, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be bawling my eyes out. I'm gonna, yeah, quite probably. Oh, man, he's going out into the world. Huh? Yeah, yeah, dude. I actually have an. I was reading. Uh, there's an essay that I have pulled up right now that's talking about um, that this dude wrote that was just talking about loss and grief, incidentally. And I think it's about to juxtapose the like growing up of his daughter. And like the loss of like her becoming an adult and the loss of her childhood and like those years and like all of those experiences with um, like one of his good friends died as well. And I think he's about to start intertwining those things. And so, yeah, dude, it's, it's his journey's fucking nuts, man. It's crazy little rock hurling through space. Yeah. Hurtling, hurtling through space. Yes. Or it's a simulation. Or it's a simulation of a rock hurtling through space. I mean, either, either way, simulation or not, like it, I don't think it takes we would away. Never, we'll never know the difference. So it's not, it's not like we don't know until we wake up, man. Yeah. And it also doesn't change the subjective experience, right? Like, yeah. I mean, 
in no way diminishes the experience. Not, not to me, at least. I think not knowing only enriches the experience. If you, if you knew it was a simulation, if you knew we were in a simulation, would that change how you feel about life? I mean, I, I don't know. It's easy to sit here and say yes or no, like having not, you know, not being faced with with that reality, right? But again, I mean, much like preparation for like childhood or for or for parenting for grief, like I can sit here and be like, oh yeah, no, I wouldn't change a thing. And then I could find out and it would completely destroy and crush my life. We don't right? know. Yeah. All like, chaos. yeah. Or uh, I could be like, no, nah, yeah, yeah, no, I would definitely change. And then I'd get there and be like, huh, then nothing would be different. Sure. Wild. Maybe. Maybe, but I'm, yeah, man, I feel, I'm glad that you were able to be here. Lord knows this conversation probably would have been less, uh, um, I don't know, good <laughs> if it were just yeah. Jeff and I sitting here talking about like, oh, I'm getting yeah, honest. I'm getting real. It's real time with Ben Whitmore, Ben yeah, Hollywood Whitmore. Good. Yeah. Real, real emotions. The real world. In a very special episode. Yeah. Little pink cowboy hat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I watched the the finale of the Obi-Wans uh, this afternoon. And I think they titled it like a very special season finale. But I was curious to see, like, I was interested, like, oh, season. Can we talk about that in series. the last minutes of our podcast? <laughs> Jeff's like, no, I can't. No, I mean, I, I want to save it for one way of more time. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Well, we can start next. We'll save <laughs> perhaps the, the next, next one. Yes. On, the, on the next episode. We got to drop the, the stinger. Sorry, right now, folks. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Uh, Jeff, do you, uh, just real quick, like, is there any, in former relationships, is there something you wish you could have, you owed a partner that you withheld for whatever reason? I mean, are we talking about stuff we should always give them in a healthy relationship or something I didn't give that I wish I had? Or you have things that you are owed. <laughs> yeah, what are, what are you owed? owed? Uh, Blowjob and uh, uh, and a goddamn sandwich. <laughs> Not enough breakfast in bed. <laughs> uh, yeah, breakfast in bed is never like it's just no. Like, I hate that. I'm crumbs every. Yeah, no. I'm Not a fan of eating in bed. Fuck that. No, I'm with you, man. I'm absolutely with you. Brunch. I've dated people brunch that like after, to eat in bed. Always a great choice. What's oh that? yeah, dude. But yeah, go out to breakfast, like a delicious, nice breakfast, all for it. Just not in bed, man. Oh yeah, no. I don't morning, need plates in my time bed. Then go out to breakfast. That's the best. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not. That's I'm not a... trying to have crumbs. I'm not trying to like sleep in pancake. No. Yeah, I'm just no. gonna get some syrup and see. Yeah, mm. not no. Yeah, no. no, no. Yes. I don't owe anything. <laughs> and they don't owe me anything. And that's why we're not together anymore. That's why they're my exes. There you go. I live in Texas. There you go. Well, hey, everybody. Thanks for downloading and listening to Ignorant Uninformed today. We've been your host, Mr. Max Sarakistan Sarak. Hey, oh. Mr. Jeff Watson. Thanks for sharing, Ben. And I am Ben Sherry Time Hollywood Whitmore. And this has been uh, Ignorant Uninformed, where we take your topics and turn them into our show. You can reach out to us with your topics. Send us an email to topics, no, ignorantanduninformed at gmail.com. And you can check us out on Facebook if we're still, I think that's still a thing. Uh, Facebook.com slash ignorantanduninformed. Or just twank us on the Twitter. Give us a tweet at ig and un. That's usually the best way to get in touch with us other than the email. Um, And, you know, we're going to be back next week with a brand new episode. We're going to keep doing this as long as y'all keep listening and and we feel like it. So uh, we'll be back. Peace off. With all the Yogi T wisdom. (laughs) 